This is Game Codes on the Raw, Australia's biggest sporting debate. Finally, Jeffers, we have a we, trade. We have a trade. We Can we get an trade. alarm going or something like that? And he's the big fish too, Tim Kelly. Thought this might happen a bit later in the season, but that's all right. Yeah, it's almost surprising that like the biggest trade of the uh, of the trade period was was the first one to happen. Straight so. up. We've got Stealing Coates, AFL expert from the Raw.com.au. Not in studio today. He's on the phone. Unbelievable. Lazy. But anyway, how are you, mate? Yeah, not bad. Thanks for that. No, no worries. <laughs> Let's jump into Tim Kelly. The possibly, well, it will be the biggest trade of this trade period. Absolutely no doubt. So Geelong, they surrendered pick 57, Tim Kelly, and a 2023rd rounder. They got... Pick 14, 24, 37, and a 2021st rounder. West Coast surrendered picks 14, 24, 33, and a 2021st rounder. And West Coast received Tim Kelly pick 20 and a 2023rd rounder. And Essendon's in there somewhere, but no one really cares about Essendon because I don't understand how that even happened. <laughs> Have they paid overs? And what you go with West Coast now, the premiership favourites? Uh, so I reckon I don't think West Coast have paid overs, but they've they've paid top dollar. They've sort of they've gone to they've gone to Maya and they've bought a TV and they haven't negotiated on price. <laughs> How long have you they, worked um, on that for? <laughs> <laughs> not long. Uh, look, I think obviously what what Tim Kelly um, gives to any side is it's you know we've seen what he's done for Geelong the last two years. They were a team that was predicted to go slide down the ladder the last two years. Tim Kelly comes along and they've you know, one of minor premiership at times. So I think it's it's very obvious the value he provides. Uh, as far as what it does for West Coast premiership contention, I think they're right up there now. I mean, you look at, we talked on episodes before about, you know, to beat Richmond, who are obviously the team to beat, you've either got to beat them at their own game or sort of trust your own game plan. I think West Coast is one of the few teams who can trust their own game plan to beat Richmond. What they've lacked is just sort of that sort of flair and sort of real attack with boot. They've obviously been good at controlling the ball and sharing it around evenly, but they haven't really had that someone who can really make a difference with one big kick like a Dustin Martin type. And I think what Tim Kelly provides is someone who does have that dangerous boot who can really break a game open out of the middle that the other midfielders maybe don't just quite have. Yeah, no, he, he's a terrific pickup. And, you know, you, I think it's something a lot of people forget about. He's only been playing footy or AFL footy for two seasons. Um, he's only going to get better. Um, and what is six-year deal? Um, I believe that's an indication um, that he's got a lot of growth in him, and that the Eagles see him as one of their main guys for that um, for that period of time. Uh, to the to the question on whether they pay overs, I don't think so. Um, and because really it comes back to what is this club trying to achieve right now? They're not worried about regenerating their list. They look at uh, they look at the group that they've got and see that they're still in their premiership window. They're towards the end of it, no doubt. But this they showed last season. They're they're still well and truly capable of winning the flag. They've only got one or two more years to make that happen. And by picking up one of the best midfielders in the comp, that gives them the best chance to do just that. I mean, if, yeah, yes, they've given up two first-rounders for it, but when we're talking about a team that's going to be deep into premiership contention, like a first-rounder is close to a second-rounder, really. Really? Um, um, and so uh, that's not a main consideration for West Coast. They're going to see this as the perfect opportunity for them to topple uh, Richmond next year. And if it costs them a couple of young players, so be it. That's the cost of, of you know potentially winning a flag. We're not really going to be able to evaluate who won or lost this trade until we get to the end of next season or the season after that, um, because ultimately it's going to be judged on whether Tim Kelly can help the Eagles to another premiership. And, you know, at, at the moment, there's every chance he can do just that. Do you think... Yeah. 
Sterling, I'll just, sorry, just interrupt you there, that Geelong potentially got paid unders. They could have got, well, we're talking pick six and seven from Fremantle. Do you think they could have got a better deal out of this? Uh, well, I think they would have liked to. I mean, Stephen Wells, their list manager, said he was as happy as he could be with the deal. Obviously, you always want more for a player of that calibre, but it sounds like in sort of what's come out since the deal's been completed that Tim Kelly was just never interested in playing for Fremantle for reasons we'll never quite know, but it just sounds like they weren't an option. So I guess... Given the hand that Geelong got dealt, I think they made the most of it. Absolutely. I mean, you've got to consider he's off contract or was off contract. It's, you know, if you're getting two first rounders um, plus another pick for you know a player who was could have quite conceivably left for nothing, it's a good bit of business by Geelong. And I think they would have known that when they picked Kelly up um, a couple of years ago that there was always the chance he was going to leave to head back um, to his home state. And so you look what they've they've got two wonderful years out of him, got a good return for the player when he's left. I think they'd be, um, you know, a, as they said following the trade, about as happy as you can be um, because it's a pretty good haul. Um, what I won't buy, though, is this talk that, oh, it's worth... You know the equivalent of a top two pick or something like that. No, it's not. Just it's not a top two pick. Let's cut that uh, talk. That's, that's mathematical acrobatics, I think. <laughs> okay, uh, the cats next year. How do you see them going without him? I think it all comes down to whether they get Jack Stephen. Now that deal has hit a snag as of time of recording. There's, the parties are a bit far apart, but I think you know, people are underselling Jack Stephen. But he's had his problems this year, but he's a four-time best and fairest winner. If he comes to the cats next year and, and sort of gets back to his best. I think the Cats could actually easily finish top four again. He looked good in the last couple of rounds, and he wasn't even fit. So in his he, words, too. He, he, he's a very good player. Right? This is a game of codes on the Raw Show, his biggest sporting bait, joined by Sterling Coach talking all things AFL trades. Thanks for coming on, mate. Oh, thanks for having me. On the Raw Game of Codes, Australia's biggest sporting debate.